Right, do you want me to do the introduction? Or do you want to go do for it, mate. Happy International Women's Day. I'm your host, Matty Marrow, joined by my co-host, Henry Berridge, and joined by our two splendid guests of Maeve Tully and Catherine Leonard. Welcome to a Happy International Women's Day episode. Uh, play the intro song. Yes, we are back for another episode of the Sticks and Balls podcast. As I said before, uh, myself and Henry are here hosting with our first collab podcast episode with women's hockey. Woo! Uh, for those of you that don't know, we actually recorded an episode two weeks ago uh, with me, Berridge, Tippers and me. But unfortunately, the audio failed because uh, Henry Berridge forgot to bring the right laptop. I was too busy stressing about my date with Callum. Yeah, okay, whatever. Yeah. Um, so we are doing a new one, but we have... The lovely pleasure of Kat this episode. Woo-hoo. How do you feel, Kat? Are you excited to be on? Yeah, I feel so privileged. Oh, amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, so we're going to go to obviously our normal introduction for the episodes. Uh, we, as we ask everyone else, what are your top three pints? Well, I'll kick us off then. Yeah, I? go for it. So my third top pint is a snake bite because... As Tipper said many weeks ago, mm. it's all about the vibe. So got a lot of great memories with the snake bite on nights out. That is my third place point. Bear, is that was your number one, wasn't it? It was my number one. Mm, memories. No, I agree with that. I, I wouldn't put it as number one. I don't support it. No, I don't actually, think no, it should it? be no, in the top. It was my second, sorry. Oh, no. yeah, oh yeah, of course, because Neckle number one. It's more yeah. of a good mention for me. Like, I wouldn't, you know. Be rude, rude not to, because yeah. of Wednesdays. Yeah. Mm. yeah, but would you drink it after uni? Occasionally, uh, with, with my uni friends. Yeah, maybe yeah, with the fun. uni friends, yeah. but I don't think like I'd ever walk into a pub dying for a snake bite. No, no. no, no, no. no. Also, it's really hit and miss. Like oh, some people put the blackcurrant in last, and I just think that's yeah. It's all about criminal. first, isn't it? Yeah, mm-hmm. I think the trick is blackcurrant cider first, then beer, because then you get a good head on it. But if you do beer first, my experiences as bartending if you, do, <laughs> if you do if you do beer first then the head just disappears with cider so and you anyway. fit more in though oh so beer first then cider no cider first then beer then beer if you do beer first the cider oh. flattens the head but you know, do you not want like one that like the cool foamy black cone no because then you have to really. scoop it out your pint when you yeah. try and down it and i think that's part of the vibes you, though yeah but when you're pouring from the jug into the pint glass and you just get mm. like little foam every time it's really annoying yeah, in a jug, that's annoying, but I want like a big, hefty pint glass with the head of, oh, yum. You legend. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Kevin. I thought Walkie drank cider black. We do. Well, but we're legends. Yeah, but like the old kids. We're on a whole different level. No, the cork is like us. We've yeah. just. Well, I yeah. think only this year, though. Only because like, we've seen that you guys all drink snake bites. So, like, right. also, we were just... it gets me much more fucked than cider black. Yeah. Like, yeah. Cider black, it gets boring after a while, whereas. Or we'll do, one of us will get a pint of snake bite and one will get cider black and then kind of do half and half. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, so uh, moving back onto the top three. So number three was snake bite. Yeah, for me. Kat, what's your Kat. My number three. Um, well, I was going to say strongbow only because. What, what strongbow? Like a can. Yeah, but what flavour? Oh, um, <laughs> what is it? Black currant? Dark fruits. Dark fruits. That's okay. it. Yeah. Jeez. Sorry. Such a bad name. <laughs> yeah. Dark fruits. You don't even know the name. Like a cat. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what a cat was? No. Anyway, right. So just because when you come home from like a game away and you're on the bus, that's what we just bring. So like you know, that's memories. So you're going memories vibes as well. Yeah. Because yeah. generally, if we're losing, 
they you, are, you are drowning your sorrows slightly, but like we, we go less ham. Whereas if we're winning, we just really get through the cans. So it's just, it's just <laughs> more like, you know, with the memories. Yeah. So just to follow up on that, as a mental health podcast, yeah. drinking <laughs> is not the solution to drowning your sorrows. <laughs> that is not how you should handle a loss. <laughs> also, Kat, you, I asked you what your top three favourite pints were. Yeah. So like draft and you just told me your favourite can. I'm yeah, that's so got to be minus sorry. points. Really? Do you like uh, a dark fruits on draft though? Or yeah, not? sure. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that would be my third props. Or like cider black, which is kind of the same. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. So how about cool. number two? Number two, coming in strong, Corona. I think is yours Corona? Yeah, mine is also Corona. Yeah. What is it about Corona? Um, see, it feels weird just repeating myself. Yeah. The but last time I was talking about how Corona just is a very versatile drink, and I feel like you play a hockey match, and then it's not too heavy a beer that you can crack one open in the sunshine. <laughs> this might sound weird, but I feel I feel weird if I have a Corona in winter. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. I don't know if I can agree with the versatility part of it because I feel like Coronas are brilliant in the summer, mm. yeah. but. If say like you go Sainsbury's, you get those you know those big beers. It's like three for a five. I wouldn't get a, a Corona. I'd get like a Madri, a Star Pramen. Yeah. See, I hear what you're saying, but I also mm. could drink one of them. <laughs> 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 I value your. <laughs> However, uh, I couldn't drink one of those after a match because it's just too like, ugh, you know. So. What? Drink what? A Corona? No, 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 one of the no, heavier like beers. A, a heavier beer. Oh, but okay, corona, cool. I think like imagine like a hot changing room. And then, <laughs> and it's like you're in the you're like like you're in the heat on holiday, but you're sorry. Yeah, no, that that's cool. <laughs> so for those people that use saunas in the future, bring, bring a Corona with them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, mine would be Corona too because well, I just think it's quite a summery, vibey, like barbecue drink kind mm. of thing. And once I was in Sainsbury's. No, we were at our house and we were all like, oh, like, would be fun to have some Coronas now, like, you know, just for the fun. So we went to Sainsbury's. Kat is known to tell Crazy. great stories for everyone's <laughs> listening. Carry on. I'm a hoot. Anyway, so we go to Sainsbury's and I'm like, obviously we need limes because I think that makes the Corona. So then they'd run out of limes. So we were like, oh, okay, oh, well, got the Coronas. At the checkout and <laughs> put the Coronas in the basket. What do I spy? a lime just sat in the basket. So we were like, right, well, this is fate. We've got to get the lime. So we just got this lime, had a corona at home, and it was great. <laughs> well, that was that, just thrilling. That did like <laughs> Do you want me to tell it again? Because it was so fun. <laughs> so you know, earlier when we were talking about how Kat and I are going to make a podcast, yeah. it's purely for <laughs> a shite story, <laughs> storytelling. But hey, well done. Hey, thanks. <laughs> so that's my second pint. So, but your second pint is also a bottle. Yep. Yeah. Right. So Corona was two for both of you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what is number one? My number one is Rockettes Guernsey Cider. Shout yeah. out Guernsey girls. Yeah. And guys. <laughs> but yeah. Oh. Um, yeah, that's mine. I think it's a great pint. Grew up with it. First, first drink. Fun vibes. What flavour? Oh yeah, well you can get it. It's a you can get it either on draft, which is fun. Like you you'd go to the beach on sunset on the west coast, and it's just like vibes. Or you mm. can get it in a box, still cider, and you can just bring the box with you. I've brought it to like gigs before. Fun, but there's different. <laughs> 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 
gigs. Sorry. You could just bring the box with you. <laughs> Doesn't go. Possible bring a straw. Um, but there's different types of the box one, and one of them. How much is the percent? Salty dog. Seven point six percent. That is insane. Oh, Brilliant. Yeah. That's Henry Weston sort of. It is. It is. Area, Although isn't it? It's not my favourite flavour because it quite literally does taste a bit salty. Yeah, it's like drinking seawater. So then that makes you want to drink more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you can't stop drinking. Yeah, Yeah, you get quite fucked off it. Um, Um, But yeah. Kat, what is your number one then? Um, Mine, actually a pint this time on draft. Mine would probably be a Moretti. A bit rogue, but I just thought I'd I'd drink it in winter in like a pub with a roast. I'd have it in summer, beer garden. Mm. Like just think it's a good all rounder. Always have it in pubs, you know, quite a fun one. Yeah. No, it's a good one. That's my... um, Number two, well, Moretti. There you go. But I think Australia's better than Moretti. Really? Yeah. But I think that's because Australia's not as common. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I enjoy it more when I'm putting like... Yeah, it's, I don't have, yeah, yeah, it's definitely much more of a treat. Yeah. Um, okay, so that was a good top three pints, to be fair. Um, I don't know what I was actually about to say then. I don't remember. Do you know what we should have done? We it's, should have got like a scoreboard of every person's top three pints yeah, and ranked yeah. them like one to like... how many? I don't know how many people we've had on now. So we could have like scored oh, each person. Like, this yeah. person's here. This oh, yeah. person's here. Or you could have like scored the pints themselves and seen how many. Like, what well, we should have made like a, a scoreboard of pints. Yeah. And so then they, when people choose them, yeah, they get a point. Yeah, but then what would we do about rockets? Well, it we wouldn't win because it's, it. it's wouldn't win, but it gets it wouldn't it's, win, it's but it would mention. make the board. That's yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's okay. It's like um, the, the top gear, hot or cold. You know, oh, that, that along the board. Yeah, that's what you should. You could do that next year. Next maybe. year, yeah. Next year, do in. that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we thank you for those top three points. Now we're going to get into more about the podcast. Obviously, today is International Women's Day. Um, uh, yeah, but before we get into. Uh, women's mental health and that sort of thing obviously so for those that listening that don't know Maeve and Kat are both on the women's hockey's committee Maeve is the welfare and Kat is the first team captain how have you found your roles this year we're coming near to the fairly end of the uni year um, I think it's been I've loved being captain like it's been so fun but I think it's been a lot harder than I thought it was going to be mm. um, not really in terms of like actually playing hockey and like on the pitch like that's always been quite fun and like you know I think it's more like off the pitch like organising things and just like trying to keep everyone happy sort of thing and like even things with like team selection and like um Obviously, like, I'm good friends and live with a lot of the team. Um, So, like, it's just trying to make sure everyone's, like, happy. And, like, I know for us, um, we, like, perform way better when we're all having fun and stuff. So it's, like, really important for... um, to like on the pitch, just keep the vibe really nice and happy and positive, and then then I think the results come from that. But like that's what I found a lot harder than I thought it was going to mm. be, you know, because you just kind of got to like think about everyone else and just make sure everyone's, you know, yeah. feeling good. Mm. And yeah, so but I've loved it. It's been really fun, and like for us especially, like we're all such good friends. So like playing together is kind of fun as well. It does make a big difference, yeah, I think, doesn't it? Difference. And obviously it's clearly whatever you've been doing is working because obviously you guys have won the league, yep. which is Woo-hoo! amazing. Yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like it's it's difficult, isn't it? Because you want to make sure the team morale is high, but then you also have to make difficult decisions like when it comes to picking people. Yeah, because especially because we came from the league below. So I feel like maybe you went into it thinking, oh, we need to be a bit more competitive, but actually... Like you said before, we thrive off good vibes and like, yeah. Mm. 
And I think that's what, like, we didn't really realise is that, like, just because you're having fun doesn't mean it's any less competitive. Mm. Like, you know, we go in with such a positive attitude and then we play our best hockey and then we get the result we want kind of thing. So, yeah, but going up a league was quite a big step up and we thought we were going to do really badly. And we just... Smashed Absolutely smashed them. Smashed them. Yeah. Two, well, potentially moving up two leagues. Yeah, still going to have our playoffs. But yeah. When is the playoff? We're not sure yet. Sometime in <laughs> April, May. We're waiting for the confirmation that we've actually won the league. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we are sat at the top of the table, but yeah. you know, don't want to get too ahead of ourselves. Yeah, it's going to be quite an interesting one because a lot of you are leaving this year as well, aren't you? Yeah. So it's going to be quite a big change for the team next year. Yeah, especially if we get promoted, then it's like we'll go into the sort of South National League. So yeah. we'll play like teams in like Cardiff, Exeter, like big. That'll be fun leagues. though. Insane yeah, away such, days. Yeah, such yeah big, yeah. a lot of travelling though. Yeah, yeah, big long away days. Yeah. You'd probably get more funding as well, maybe, for that, wouldn't well, you? Well, that's the thing. Like, I think Tookie was saying the other day that then we'd be like the either joint with rugby as like the highest bucks team at Sussex, mm. which would be quite fun. But like the rugby guys have like loads of funding and stuff. Yeah. So that could be like something we look into yeah that'd be really awesome yeah would you say you were quite stressed coming into this year or not really with a first team captain oh uh, no not really i think like i spoke to rachel <coughs> who was the captain last year mm. um and, oh like, she was really good rachel yeah she? And she was such a good captain mm. so like, i tried to like channel her um and um but like yeah anyway um and um yeah no it was it was fine like obviously we had a bit of a issue at the beginning with like the whole coach and stuff so it was a stressful oh, yeah. start um but then once we got into it like it was just really fun to be honest and yeah. i feel like we've thrived since that like we've come out of that whole situation so much better yeah and like we really bonded as a team throughout it even though it was pretty rubbish at the start mm. um but yeah I feel yeah like... i think that made us like closer and just sort of more like oh well like you know yeah. let's just go for yeah. it kind of thing and it's mm. something that you never anticipated yeah exactly it, and it yeah. was really like and it was so hard kind of getting into the season have to do such a big coach change yeah 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 but we love Turkey and he's done a great job as well yeah oh well that's great um yeah I definitely feel like it makes a difference if you all get on and you have good morale because then you want to play for each other yeah exactly Mm. like if you're playing with the people you'll get on with then you I feel like you're just much more of a tighter unit than you play yeah 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 which really shows on the pitch yeah Yeah, so that's um very very cool thank you for that cat um Maeve how have you found being welfare this year um, similar to Kat, I think I found it more challenging than I initially thought going into it. Um, I thought that I'd go into it kind of like me, like mediating things, just looking out for certain things, but it's been a lot of more hands-on forward thinking kind of thing. But although it has, has, I've had to deal with more than I anticipated, I think I've had to learn through the experience and like, it's been really like, I don't know, rewarding to be able mm. to like, be um like a problem brought to me and then i feel i don't know it feels nice to be useful and to try and help solve the situation um but yeah so a lot harder than i initially thought but it is rewarding all the same i generally think welfare could be possibly the most difficult role when it comes to being on the committee because with something like that you're supposed to be like approachable and to hear about other people's problems and it's quite like I don't know, I feel like it's the sort of thing where, like, it's not something that you would just get jumped into. Like, some people might have, like, have, like be taught things about it before, like counsellors and stuff like that, who are, who are designed for that sort of thing. Whereas when you're a welfare, you're just stepping up for just, like, your club yeah. and having to, like, to do these sort of roles and be these sort of skills yeah. and be able to hear people's problems and stuff like that, which I think is actually very difficult. 
Um, so did you say, like you said, it was difficult at first, but then as, as it went on, it's like, you've got more rewarding, did you say? Yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like, like, it was kind of hard, like you said, not having, like, the training. Like, I felt like, I felt like I was good to go going into it. And then as more problems arose, I was like, oh, my gosh, am I out of my depth? But, like, I've been really, like, reassured by like, the people I live with and, like, other committee members that, like, I am not there to, like, I'm not a counsellor. I'm not, like, I'm just, I'm just there to do my best and hopefully mm. help, help people out. Um, but, yeah. I think as well, like you said, that you you feel like sometimes when people come to you with a problem, you have to solve it like immediately. And usually yeah. like you're really good at sort of just like taking time and like having a convo and sort of sorting it out with the person like together. So yeah. they just feel like they're not in it alone kind of thing, yeah. which I think is the main yeah. thing. Basically, you're just someone that they can like talk to and you give such yeah. good advice that yeah. then they feel And I like think the main thing that has been difficult is that I am on a team within women's hockey and I live in a house within women's hockey so it's been quite hard to separate myself and like just separate the two yeah, worlds I feel essentially like yeah I feel like I've had to share myself but I'm like consciously very aware like oh am I doing it right I think that's the hardest part is like mm. there's no one to say I mean everyone is like really kind to me and is like really supportive of me but like at the end of the day the hardest part is not knowing if you're doing the right yeah. thing because it is so subjective like at the end of the day you're you're like kind of helping with people's feelings and mental health and like the whole team well-being so like it's a lot of it's a lot more pressure than i thought yeah but, like i'm just lucky that i do get on with like loads of people within the club and that's the main thing mm. yeah i think definitely i'd completely agree with what you said about how um it's a difficult one because you're in a house of like six of you that are all in hockey so you're just in that world and obviously that's great because you've got people around you to speak about these sort of things and even get advice on it if you need help with, with anything to do with the role but then also it's like the same thing where you don't know whether they're all just being like to you, yeah, you're doing great, but you don't actually know like yeah. if yeah. you feel like you are or not. And then you can get a bit like wrapped up in everything because it's yeah. like you live with hockey, you go to hockey, and you're yeah. like, all just, you know. And I think like linking back to like the difference between men and women, like women do tend to be a lot more, like men, for example, if there's an issue, I feel like you guys just kind of like say it how it is like just yeah, of, yeah we definitely do yeah, I, yeah. Th I don't think we really go through a third party a lot of it is just said to each other like, yeah like, oh, it tends yeah. to like calm everyone down whereas like i feel like you people go to you if that makes sense yeah yeah, yeah that's what i didn't really expect i guess yeah. like i thought i don't know like yeah like i f what am i trying to say like women like tend to go th have much uh, uh, women have a much more emotional approach to things like that whereas mm. I feel like guys can just easily talk out and like not I don't know like you'd never women would never be half harsh with each other about talking about those kind of things whereas I feel like guys just get the point across and then you sweep it under the rug yeah. whereas I feel like mm. I, I would want to talk about it like yeah and feel heard and things which I'm not saying men don't but I just think well, it's no, that is a thing is that men supposedly don't think about things as much as women do, which is sort of pay, ties into the thing of why like men don't really open up as much and stuff yeah. like that. But I do sort of agree what you're saying about I don't know. I feel like whenever there's been disagreements in the club, it's not been anything major. And if anything does happen, it's straight away someone yeah. picks it out and they straight away just speak about it, and it's just. Yeah. It's spoken like, about with it's done everyone's just kind of yeah everyone just feels like okay sweet it's done yeah like we just leave yeah. it like that yeah which i feel like is such a good attitude to have because mm. sometimes when like yeah. other people we're all talking it's going around other people and then it won't be solved for like two weeks and then it's just caused stress that like yeah. wasn't needed yeah i think that's been a difficult part about being welfare as well is that like 
things that I thought have been swept under and sorted have now reappeared like oh, two weeks later. Yeah. That so, is interesting. Yeah, but I don't think it's like, it's... Uh, no, <laughs> can I say that? We can edit that out if we you want. We can edit that out, sorry, it's just Matty's response. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's fine to say. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's okay. That's normal. Um, but yeah, so I feel like, although I know this podcast is talking about like, how men maybe don't open up about things. Mm. I think that's a positive that men have over women is that they open up in a confrontational, not confrontational, but like... Confident kind of. Confident to avoid confrontation. They talk about mm. it openly. Whereas women can sometimes tend to not open up about it. And on the flip side, it turns out to be more confrontational because there is then a miscommunication and then welfare has to step in, mm. gather everyone's opinions, mediate it. But often because I'm the third party, I've missed something. Yeah. yeah. Then it all goes to shit, yeah. basically. So I think that has also been a hard part of my job is that I've missed out on a few things. But the last time we recorded this, I was saying how much I've learned and like each, yeah. each thing that has come to me, I've learned from and I've just applied it to the next thing that comes. So that's what... That's been a pretty fun part of my job, just learning on the go. Yeah, I was going to bring that up as well about what you said last time, which I think is the main thing is that it's all about like sort of just like self-reflecting and like because obviously this isn't this isn't an easy role to go in being welfare it's not something that you're going to know anything about straight away so as long as like you're looking at situations and learning from it that's literally the best the best thing you can do which probably which then shows progress which isn't like in the future for those sort of things which is probably relates to what you said about how at first it was a bit like tough and then it felt really rewarding by the end of it um so yeah well i mean i've heard loads of reports that you're doing really well as a welfare and obviously cap with a great season you're doing very well as captains so Congratulations for the both of you on the committee. Are you wait? Are you both graduating this year? No. No. Y yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Do you know what year you're in? <laughs> I'm graduating. Yeah, but I'm carrying on for another year and doing a PGCE. So yeah. What's what's a PGCE? Teaching. Oh yeah, you said this last time. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Well, I just had another thought about what we were talking about. Right. You know where um you're talking about how things prolong for like two weeks. Yeah. Um, I feel like. Do you not feel like if something happens, say it's nice for a couple of days, maybe to not to be spoke about, because then you like cool down, emotions cool down. But then after those two days is when you should speak about it sometimes. Yeah. But if it goes on for like two weeks, then it's like something annoying that's yeah. still there. Yeah. If you get and what I mean. Everyone, you know, everyone's just thinking about it. But yeah. No people really gossip and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And I think also because we've all got our own lives, it's so hard like to to regroup together. Like if there is an issue, to then get everyone's time out their day to then kind of you know like everyone's got their own life yeah. going on like you you've got to remember like i mean my life is just hockey <laughs> but you got to remember that <laughs> some people's lives don't revolve around that so yeah. yeah yeah so what's it like being in the hockey house it's so much fun it's so much fun i yeah. was in the hockey house last year it was good fun yes. but that's also why i didn't want to go for anything on committee because oh, i no. thought i'd get it too wrapped around and I thought if I'm in a hockey house I'm just gonna love it just for having fun rather than actually be anything like yeah too serious yeah. in it I think the good thing is like me and Mavo we always like we're quite you know I mean no we're all so laid back and chilled in yeah. the house so like if there is there's never been like an issue kind of thing but um like me and Maeve can talk about anything that's sort of like going on on committee and stuff mm. quite yeah. easily and none of the others are fast and you know yeah. we just have so much fun yeah and like like in the past, if a welfare issue has come up concerning cat, like I've been to, I've been able to sit down with you on a more 
formal note but then yeah. as soon as we mm. stand up it's like okay let's sweep that under carry yeah. on with our yeah definitely that's yeah. the most important thing is that you know the difference between it's just a friendly chat but then also sometimes you need to speak about serious things as yeah. well yeah and I, I thought that would be hard and i was nervous talking to you about like the welfare side of things yeah but like i think that we've both been mature about it and like gotten through it i think it's easier when it's your friend to do that sort of thing you know I, well i think it's i, I think it's weird but yeah, i think your friend's gonna be more understanding about things you speak about i think a bit. i don't know i feel but like they could take it badly really i feel like i think it depends how close you are yeah. i think it depends yeah who the friend is like, i think with us it's very much like oh we're sitting down as captain and welfare like let's yeah. sort the problem so every, like everyone's all yeah. good like i feel like it's much harder to speak to people who you're just friends with whereas we're like we're really close yeah so but if i'm just friends with you i feel like do i know the boundaries of what i can talk whereas yeah. like if something because it's always hard to to word things from a welfare point of view so if something would slip and i didn't say it right it'd be like oh sorry like let me just like rephrase mm. that yeah but where with like someone else who's you're not as close with you've got to be really careful and it's there's no more pressure but like going back to like being in a hockey house i think that it's been really nice that we can support each other and like because yeah, i live with people who experience things in hockey then I can easily get their opinion when I'm not so sure. Like a few weeks ago, I had a bit of a meltdown about the welfare role and yeah. like they all came into my room and you guys really helped me out. And just like, cause it can get overwhelming. It's just nice to have other perspectives who just kind of like, you know, bring you back down to earth. And it's yeah. like, you're not there to like be everyone's mum. You're just there to like, just give your opinion. And also mm. just cause your welfare doesn't mean like you don't have your own like questions and worries. Yeah, I and feel stuff, like I've so got like... my own personal welfares for welfare. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's difficult just hearing like so many people, things that people have issues for and just trying to keep it to yourself. That's not how yeah. you should do it. The whole point is like, I did a reading on it a few podcast episodes back and it said you're meant to have a like especially something like the roles we do on committees you're meant to have a group of networks to support you the whole time yeah. to be able to handle the roles you do yeah so it's not like you should just be keeping it all in and mm. being like oh but because it's like people are telling you problems like you need to be able to talk to people about them so that you can handle all the information yeah. you're taking in as well okay right so as i said before on, the, on this episode uh it's Women's International Women's Day, and what we're going to speak about is women's mental health a bit more. So, according to the Mental Health Foundation, around one in five women have a common mental health problem such as depression and anxiety. While there can be many reasons why these develop, um, <laughs> it says that women are more likely than men to experience physical and sexual abuse, which can have long-term impacts on their mental health. To experience sexual violence, which can cause PTSD, and when women find it hard to talk about uh, difficult feelings, they tend to internalize them. This can lead to depression, eating disorders, and self-harm. Um, whereas men are more likely to act to their feelings for disruptive or antisocial behavior. Um, so we actually spoke about, obviously, as we said before, we re -recorded, uh, we've, we're re-recording this episode a bit. So to touch on first, um, what was that? One in five women are experiencing some sort of... Yeah. Oh, that's a bit crazy. That is crazy. And then Tippers is talking about the football. Well, yeah, the anti-social behaviour about men's one is quite interesting because I definitely agree with that. Yeah. I definitely think when men are going through stuff, they tend to act out a lot well, more. I think that kind of backstar point earlier, if you were saying in a welfare situation, the girls would kind of like you know, keep it under the radar where the mm -hmm. boys would kind of explode, have an argument with yeah. someone, and suddenly chill out. I know it's not really the same thing, but... It's definitely the idea though. That guys are a bit more explosive of emotions. Like I think you'd it's much more likely you'd find like say a lad that's 
got really annoyed at something, said more like to like punch a wall or something than you would find yeah. a girl, yeah. which is sort of just, it's just true. I mean, yeah, something like that. Um, because and I mean, obviously, you, you see more fights anyway. What was the stat Tippers gave last episode about the England game? It was if England win domestic abuse increases more than Eng if England lose. I can't remember no. the actual No, it was like 40% yeah. if you lose and like 60% yeah. if we win. If England win, it's more abuse That's takes crazy. place. Yeah. yeah. But then that kind of, like, you know when you see at the end of football games and it's just so rowdy and stuff. Yeah. And you just That's because they're so passionate. Yes, yeah, so, they care so much. Mm. But my 4G isn't working. Okay. Oh, the number... The number of domestic abuse reports rose by 26% when the English national team won or drew and increased by 38% when the national team lost. That is mental. So it increases either way. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, oh, but I thought Tippers told us it was more if they won. Uh, oh. He's live. Well, luckily that episode didn't go well, on the air. That's why he's no longer on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was in December 2022. I'm mad, okay. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, so something we spoke about, uh, which Maeve touched on a lot, was about sort of related to the um, physical and sexual violence thing was about night safety and nightlife, yeah. which is something you spoke about quite a bit. Do you want to... Yes. Elaborate. So when I knew that I got the role, I really wanted to uh, really get on night safety, for particularly for the freshers that were coming to uni because we were hit by COVID. So yeah. I had never actually been clubbing before uni, which mm, was a bit embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah. Actually until my second year, because my first year of uni was also struck by COVID. How embarrassing is that? Not very. What, with the, with the Zoom socials? <laughs> Which were a hate. Um, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I wanted to be really, um, I really wanted to like put posts out about night safety and the importance of charging your phone. Just the things you don't really think about um, when you're 18 and when you're close to home clubbing, like mm. um, bringing your keys, charging your phone, stay in contact. And for freshers who don't know many people at uni, I just wanted to really get across that you need to keep your friends close during a night out. And um, the prison Wi-Fi. Yeah, prison That was wifi. a big one. I've actually recently joined the prison Wi-Fi yeah, now. Because it's crazy because you get no reception in prison. No. And like it, it, I, like, I had to chase them for the Wi-Fi code and it turns out, because last year with all the spiking and the, um, like even the injecting and like all of stuff like that, um, Prism only then gave us the password and it turns out that I've got the staff passwords. They gave, oh. yeah, they gave no way. Yeah. That's and then sick. when I had a meeting with the manager of Prism before, ter like in September, I was like, oh, and is this password still right? And they were like, I don't know why you have the password. That's the staff password. And I was like, oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. And you even had like a tour around Prism like in the day so that- No, they offered me, th they offered. Oh yeah. And I never went because oh, I thought what? it would really weird me out. I thought that'd be really cool to see. That'd be like quite that. nice. Yeah. Yeah. But also like you forget like every time we go in there, we're all really drunk. So like finding your way around, yeah. especially mm. for the freshers is like, kind of really, like hard. It is a bit of like a maze when so, you first yeah. go in there, I can remember it? In, uh, in, well, in my second first year when Fraser Bolton was at uni, mm. <laughs> there was one time me and me were in prison or something and we were trying to leave and we couldn't actually get out and I had to go get Fraser to show us the exit. Yeah. <laughs> we were just like, please, can you let us leave this club? <laughs> it's actually mental though, especially like what you touched on about when freshers first come to yeah. it. You've, you enter this completely new city and you don't know that many people and you've gone to this club that's rammed and obviously everyone's so drunk on a Wednesday. It's literally like a maze. Like you don't know where anything is or anything like that. Yeah. Like it's, it's mental. Yeah. And to like the layout of prison is 
like ridiculous. You can't tell if you're going left or right, or you don't know where the toilets are. Like, nothing is signposted, not mm. even the exit. I swear. But no, yeah. there is no signpost. Like you, you're fucked. <laughs> <No>. up, <yeah. laughs> it's like, just whatever. And going into this September, they changed like the medical room and like they made it more, which I don't personally agree with because bef- last year you, there was like a big open medical room where you could go in for water and like- Was it the tiki bar last year? <laughs> yeah, the tiki bar last year. Kat will know all about that room. <laughs> well, actually I can't remember anything about that room. But, um, but that's yeah. better though then. With, with me, anytime that's happened, they've just chucked me outside. Really? Yeah, Never so put me in the room. Now prison. this year, they've made it more of a private room where, mm. so when I was talking to the manager, they were like, oh yeah, it's more like only for severe cases now and then I was kind of like well what are you mm. going to do with the people who lit- quite literally just need a drink of water and a rest because like mm. when you're like especially in cheese when like it's all so intense sometimes you just need a breather whereas now I was trying to get across to them you better not kick people out and just allow them to give a breather and their answer was sorry if someone's out of control it's better to remove them from the situation Dude. and I just think there's been that so many times so where bad. I yeah. just get overwhelmed and I just mm. need like especially if like like maybe in situations if someone's like panicking, you know, when you just get like that kind yeah. of feeling and you're drunk and it's just like a not a good mix. I I like specifically went to them and was like, do you have an area for, I think I phrased it as like a one last, do you remember? I was like a one last chance to kind oh, of like, yeah, yeah. and they were like, <laughs> yeah, their, their response was, we don't allow last chances if you, if we feel like you are better removed, but they just weren't understanding what mm. I was saying. So, but like you said, I think that's so bad that they just chuck you out yeah. onto the street. Yeah. There were so many cases last year where like girls were just, and guys were just left out. I uh, actually, should I put this in? I was actually got chucked out once on a Wednesday prison and I got hit by a car straight really? after and I flipped and smashed into the windscreen because <gasps> I was so drunk. Really? Mm-hmm. Did you Did smash the, the windscreen? Mm-hmm. <gasps> Did the car stop? Mm-hmm. Help you? Don't remember. I was like quite in a daze after. Jesus. Uh, but then the prison security guards ran out and picked me up off the road and put me on the side. Yeah. But I was just a bit like... Oh my God, but they, they just, they just put you on the side. They didn't bring you back in or anything. No, no, they like sat me down and they were like speak to you. But then like loads of my friends were leaving at the same time, okay. so it was sort of like lucky, but Jesus, and not good at all. Yeah. Well, I think, but I survived, so it was all good. Yeah. Yeah. And I think they have like since speaking to them, like we've gone back and forth, and they've improved their like policies around it a lot more. So, mm, and I think right. like we joke but the times that we've been in the medical room we've had an issue of them just not letting us leave because they don't want us to like go out talking about we've been in the medical room it's you (laughs) yes but you were with me mate (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's quite interesting this whole classroom we're actually going to be having arian uh from chalk on in a couple weeks yeah so he will be talking to us all about the whole club thing and all that stuff and protocols they do which will be quite interesting to speak about um right so going back to the topics um this is more just a discussion thing uh really so obviously so do you think we agree with that women experience more sexual involvement can lead to more ptsd or physical violence there probably is a statistic on it that I should have yeah. probably looked up. I think, like, what we were saying earlier is that women tend to te- talk more about things. Mm. So, like, as as much as there are a lot of people that wouldn't tell anyone about if they've experienced, like... Anything. That is a thing, isn't it? That was in sex education. Yeah. Yeah. I think, like, I was about to say, I think it's been useful for so much recently in the news to come out about it. Mm. But I think before, it's almost like girls have been ashamed yeah. of talking about it and then 
there's also been kind of the backlash of like, you know, like all these news articles saying like, oh, girls dress in a way that they're asking for it. Yeah. And there, there was that whole oh my gosh, that's just it. that's just stupid. Yeah. yeah. So, but as harsh as it sounds, at least people are talking about it. That how do I? I don't know what I'm trying to say. I think the fact that we're even talking about it is shows that like we're more aware of it now. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so that's quite yeah. a positive. And thing. it's useful for both sides that like girls, like guys, can kind of acknowledge. What am I trying to say? Like it's. It's the the people. We're, everyone's getting a better understanding yeah, now. Yeah. yeah, the fact that it's being talked about. It, it's These not people are researching exactly. it more. These people are looking into yeah. it more. So they're getting a better understanding, which means everyone's getting a bit more yeah. woke in a sense about yeah. the subjects. Um, I, t- I said this on the last episode, but I'll tell you this as well, Kat. That my yeah. brother. So he, my brother uh, Ben, he used to be the president of football at Cardiff University, and on what was no used to be known as National Rape Day in the UK, him and his entire club all wore their sport tops with their student IDs and stood in the most dodgy places of Cardiff to walk girls home on the night. That's such a good idea. Yeah, that mm. is such a good idea. That's so wholesome. Yeah. yeah. Oh, did you it, like raise money or anything? Well, no, it went, it went really uh, viral. It went on like yeah, BBC then. News, The Lad Bible, yeah. all that sort of stuff, which was pretty cool. Yeah. But I feel like more awareness needs to be related to that because even when it all came out, he even said that like, he does, he, like he's sort of surprising that he even got so so, so many big things because this should just be something that people should be like considering anyway. Yeah, and yeah. I think like going back to like being chucked out of prison or chucked out of any club or whatever. Mm. Like if you were a girl and you you just wouldn't trust anyone kind of thing, especially if you were really drunk sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Just to know that like, oh, they go to my uni and you know they're like, yeah, I can trust them mm. to get me home. Like we talked about this last time with like the people who what did you say in in the church that you can oh, yeah, go to and just help yes. you yeah. Yeah. so I've there's been situations where I've come out of the clubs and not me but my friends have been <laughs> in the state I'm a responsible drinker um, <laughs> and we were sat on the side of the road trying to actually get them to stand up and these people ran over from the church and they provided water and they had like Lucasades and blankets in case you got cold and they'd get you home but it was like yeah that's really nice no, they yeah. really do that I feel like, I don't know, but when I leave prison, I always just get an Uber home yeah. every yeah. time. I think it's just natural in my body just mm. to naturally just get an Uber and go home. Yeah. Yeah. There's always a seat in the walkies at taxi. So that's now when we won't get home. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, that's Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> so much cheaper getting like a big taxi home though. Yeah, and Henry always just gets bundled in anyway, yeah. don't you? <laughs> yeah. It's great fun. Yeah, but you guys have like a nice breakfast the next morning at all no, no anymore they stopped last making it term, last time we did brunch club and it was pretty elite it was but that's now, insane no, it but was. it did take up quite a bit of our day so now yeah. we've converted it into toasty club which is if you go home whoa whoa, 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 whoa. why are you sounding like you founded this this is my baby right okay so <laughs> <laughs> Henry, Henry founded it because he's an absolute savage he will eat anything after a night out oh wouldn't we but all though yeah, exactly we kind of lost interest in prism you know it's a bit old like it was just getting a bit old so Henry and I would go home make toasties and everyone would rock up an hour later and be like hey I want one and then we'd be making toasties for an hour and a half easy and, it and now it's into... got to the point where like Hen will ask us for our orders like pre-going out <laughs> and then go and buy all the ingredients and oh, just so <laughs> whip them up for that's us. really sweet though that's really nice yeah oh do you know what that's, it's a game changer Barocca I yeah. couldn't agree more. Do you know they I'm do a so Barocca drink now? Like, as yes. ready made. I had it in a meal deal the other day. Yes. Really good. Yeah, yeah it's really nice. Do you think it's just some, do you think it actually does something that was more mindset? Mindset. I think it's really. mindset, but like, I still think that that has an impact. So yeah. Like, yeah. I think maybe, maybe it's start, like, 
I think it is good for you, and then that's and the, mm. but you need the mindset paired with it mm. to make a difference, you know. The other thing as well. Is, <laughs> <laughs> I should be a Barocca like <laughs> rep. Yeah, rep. Me. I had a raspberry one the other day. Ooh. So nice, game changer. Well, you know, so not as nice as tropical mango. Rosa, our friend, she has she started having electrolytes for game days on Wednesdays, right? Put mm. it in your water. Mm. Anyway, and now we just like knock one back on a Thursday to like cure the hangover, and it sorts you out. Really? Yeah. yeah. Honestly, Does it actually? And it's berry flavor. Yeah. Where'd you get them? Amazon. No, no. Where you get them is through the link on our hockey Facebook page because we are actually sponsored by. We are Live. sponsored by them. So yes, if you would like some <laughs> sorry, cheaper sorry. ones through <laughs> yes. Hockey, we can provide you with a discount with code. With a discount code. <laughs> yeah, Elliot you can do gels, powder, the drink bottles. Anything is available through our Instagram. Good man, he's 10, on the ball. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, we do. We are actually, yeah, aren't we? Yeah, we've been sponsored the start of the year. Um, right, so I think we spoke about women's mental health and like that sort of thing a bit there. Um, so a thing that we touched on was that women, I think, are more open to speaking about things than men. Why do you think this is? Um, I think... Hang on, let me think for a second. I think that, like, like we were saying earlier about how in our house, like, we all talk about everything if there's ever an issue or mm. whatever. I think it's more that we just, like, you just mention something to your friends and then we'd be like, oh, like, blah, blah, blah. And you sort of more like checking in on people, like, you, yeah. without like something maternal being... Maternal nature. Yeah, without you know? something being wrong with someone, you'd be like, oh, how are you today kind of thing. Mm. Whereas I, I don't get, I don't know, but I don't know if boys do that as much kind of thing. Yeah, I think a big thing, I mean, that's one of the things why we started the pod was that I feel like boys just don't really check on each other yeah. as much. Mm. I feel like boys are quite easy to, if someone says they're all right, just to take it as an all right and just move on with the next next thing and yeah. find it quite easy, easy to like bottle stuff up in a way. Mm. Um, I feel like we enjoy talking about it as well. It's not so much of a... Maybe it's just me and I can talk for England. <laughs> I feel like girls, like I, like, I like bouncing off each other and like making yourself feel validated and just like, it, it's not necessarily like, oh, I should probably talk about it. Like, I feel like yeah, I think, those I think, are some good memories where we've just talked about. Yeah. Oh. And like some people like reveal more than others, but like even mm. just mentioning a few things, like it makes you feel better that kind of not that you've offloaded, but that like your problems shared. So it's not such yeah. a big deal for you to deal with by yourself. Yeah. Um, but that does come down to like who you're surrounded by and yeah. the people you trust. Like I feel like girls are, well, I'm just saying this on like behalf of our house, but we're really close. So like we'll bounce off each other very easily so but we're so lucky that we have each other in that respect so like, like close group in that yeah, sense yeah but in first year i didn't have like as such a close like we were just getting to know each other and then covid kind of like interrupted that yeah so i feel like it was a whole different other story in first year where i don't know who i i didn't i wouldn't have been really able to go to anyone because like you're in a whole different environment you don't know who you're true not in like a sus way but like mm. you don't know who your real valued friends are or are you don't know be. them well enough yeah, yeah exactly that's the thing about going to uni is that you i don't think it's necessary you would get 
deep with your friends within like the first year or anything yeah, like that because so you're still true. getting to know them yeah and I feel like it also comes down to personality like I feel like I threw myself out there because I know that I need people around me to support me so mm. I like it's unrealistic to expect that people are gonna just suddenly be there to support you. you've got to throw yourself out you don't you got to give to get yeah. and I think mm. that's like an important thing um maybe from a boy's point of view like mm. just Give it and then you'll get it back. Don't yeah, uh, but oh. <laughs> <laughs> good one, mate. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um. I think the main thing that we got from the gist there. I mean, I think the message from that, from uh, if you recommend to people, is that the main thing you guys do is just talk all the time. Yeah. Right. And also, like, we don't oh, make... That's again. No, that's my friend. Okay. I, I can't pick up right now. I'm sorry, Sam, if you're listening to this. I'll call you back in a sec. <laughs> <laughs> I think as well, like, we don't make it, like, let's sit down and talk about our feelings kind of thing. It's more just, like, we'll be cooking or, like, doing mm. something random around or, like, just pop in someone's room and, like, we'll just start chatting about it. But then it's not made into, like, a big deal of, like, right, you're opening up about your yeah. feelings. Yeah. So people just, like, flippantly say stuff and everyone's like, oh, like, blah, 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 gives them some advice and then we just, like carry yeah. on with our normal combo and it's not so like you know mm. i completely agree i think it's not having a full <coughs> situation when you sit down and yeah. say that are you mm. doing okay some of the deepest conversations i've had is over a game of fifa yeah you just sit there and you chat 100%. Shit, and then five minutes later you've scored and you're just having a way over time yeah. yeah it's such a that's really thing. true actually i had a really dog deep conversation yeah. the other day uh about F while playing fifa are you getting better at fifa i'm getting so good now really freddie hasn't won a game in like six <laughs> weeks i think i think that's a lie <laughs> <laughs> now nah, we're getting good we're getting really good now. What I'm, are you playing? What are you playing on? Uh, Xbox. Yeah, yeah. I, I, do you do Ultimate Team? Uh, no, we just do normal teams. We do oh, random okay. teams. So. <laughs> no, you need to go on Ultimate Team. That'll be a whole whole different gravy of FIFA. Yeah. Um, I'm actually the best in my house. Are you? Yeah, we I need a, to play you then, Berridge. Yeah, we had a night out, and then at the end of the night, somehow I won. I beat everyone in the house, and even though I'm normally the shittest. So oh, I'm you had a good day. I had a brilliant are you day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know about FIFA. It brings out a really bad side to me. Oh, yeah, no. I, I get, get very, very so angry, angry when I play FIFA. <laughs> like, but not too angry. Like, I'm not as bad as my friends that throw the controllers. Yeah. Yeah. But mm. it will just piss me off for the rest of the day. Mm. Oh, for the rest of the day. Yeah, no, definitely. I get really pissed off when I'm playing because I scream at them as if like they <laughs> fucked up a pass, but it's me that's passed it the wrong way. No, I get really angry at people. No, when you get it proper into it, you realise the game glitches sometimes and that brings out the worst. Because <laughs> you can't even do anything about that. That's just FIFA. And there's like conspiracy theories of like, there's on purpose when you're winning, they bring in more. <laughs> oh, it's the worst thing. Um, so moving on. So uh, another topic we're going to speak about is um, a key difference between men and women is that women obviously experience periods. Uh, according to the menstrual, wait, it doesn't say according to where. Oh, according to this reading I did mm -hmm. called the menstrual cycle affects recognition of emotional expressions and event related potential study by, I'm not gonna pronounce either of their names. Um, PMS, premenstrual syndrome, symptoms include mood and behavioral changes such as depression, mood swings, and food cravings that develop during the, oh, this is the word I couldn't pronounce in the last time. How do you pronounce L-U-T-E-A-L? L-U-T-E-A-L? Luteal phase within a few days of menstruation. It occurs up to seven, occurs in up to 75% of females are at the reproductive age. Do you, what do you what's your opinions on it? Like, um, do you agree with the fact that it does make mood swings, behavioral changes? Yep, I think. Yeah, I think it. I think it's different yeah. for everyone, and like some people experience much 
bigger mood swings. Yeah. Mm. Like, and I think a lot of girls can experience like severe pain. So that will obviously make you a bit more like, not moody, but like sense, like, you know. Yeah. So it's it's a difficult time, but it's also weird because living in a house of six girls, I don't know if you know this, but you can sync your what period. so if you live with people you just naturally sink so like when yeah. i was growing up me and my sister were often synced and but so then often it's like imagine six girls <laughs> what yeah have synced together. because you're just around them just like yeah, yeah hormones and yeah. stuff like Jesus. that so i feel like sometimes that is mental mm, yeah so like all so six you, of us are oh, like pretty similar time, yeah. <laughs> yeah similar or what's even worse is maybe two of us will sink the same week and then two will go and then maybe one yeah. and then one. So it's like, and then the first people will then re-go back. Oh. A month later. So I feel like maybe our house is on a constant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, that's why it's important to talk about. Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> that, is, that is mental. Yeah. I yeah. didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how much... I don't know if it's actually... Well, I don't know the science behind it, but it definitely is a thing. Yeah, it definitely is a thing. Because, like, even, like, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, that was such a... <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, also something that we talked about last time is it's mm. something that I'm really passionate about is that when, like, for contraception, a lot of girls yep. go on the Just pill. Yeah, get on to that. Oh, sorry. Go, no, 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 go on, go on. Um, You've so done it. For, um, as a contraceptive method, a lot of girls go on the pill mm. and it can seriously fuck you up. And I think that's something that's very underrated and not talked about enough it's talked about between girls i think um more so nowadays but like um i think it's also really important for guys to also be aware of it because a lot of the time um if girls are experiencing like mood mood swings different appetite more irritability ir irritability being more irritable oh, yeah. okay then um, sometimes it's literally because they're taking the pill as a contraceptive method and it just fucks up your hormones. and you can Yeah, it yeah. really does, doesn't it? Yeah, I've seen like, a few things on that. Yeah, like, I don't mind it, but I used to be on the pill and I said this story last time. <laughs> I hadn't had a cup of tea for ages and the sight of a tea bag made me cry. <laughs> <laughs> and like I used to be able to make myself cry on demand and now I can't. Which really? Do you feel much better now then? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I feel I feel way more, which is crazy because I was on it for a year and a half and I've only just come off it and I feel like a completely different person. Like, um, I think if I, if I experienced stress on the pill, it would be like emphasized so much. And now like looking back at my year two self, I was really stressed with like the workload and like everything I was doing. And I'm doing probably twice as much this year, but mm. I'm on the pill and I feel like quite chill about it all. But really? Yeah. And oh, I think Henry's like, like no. No, 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 actually no. I was gonna say so, but it's an important part, so I won't. I think as well, like I was gonna say your third year is the most fun year, isn't it? But Oh uh, yeah, whatever. We had a lecturer try and convince me today that third year is the most fun you'll ever have at uni because it's a time you can be really passionate about your learning. <laughs> anyway, it's better than first year. Third year is the one everyone remembers, so the ones they miss. And everyone's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'll remember the stress, I think, not the fun time. I don't know. I think this could be my favourite year of uni. Really? So far. Over first year? Like looking yeah. back, what would you rather go back into, third year or first? But you just, I'd definitely rather relive. Oh, I don't know. First year is its own world. I league, league yeah, I think. Yeah, but this different. year, I think it's been my favorite year. Yeah. I think this has been my favorite year, but it's because we were struck by COVID. Yeah, it was yeah. COVID. I reckon mm. if we didn't have COVID, I would have had this year last year because of like I think we would have lived together. And, yeah, you know. true. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. But in your first year, you got re to uh, you got to recreate JLS. 
Yeah, yeah, did, yeah. did so get to be great JLS. Yeah. Uh, It'll be on the link the, in the spotlight. For, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for the tour challenge, you have to do a music video, obviously. Oh, yeah. And we did one of me and three of the lads that have graduated now. We did like a, a GL, JLS remake of it. Oh, and obviously, fun. Henry stuck it on me on the tour page going, oh, Matty, can you show an example of how to do this thing? <laughs> and I was like, I don't really want anyone to see this. <laughs> that we all like wore tuxes and filmed it like around campus, like up on the hill and stuff like that. And we did a whole other thing of us wearing like flannel shirts with just the top button done up so it looked like One Direction and we filmed it in we filmed it in chalk but we were all so smashed the videos were just awful so it was just, so it was just a complete waste of a night out and waste so we just looked like idiots on the night out like it was so bad um, anyway back to the main point uh, what was the main point happier less mood swings and that men need to be more aware oh, about how yeah. contraception can yeah. affect women's mental health. Yeah, mental last health. time we talked about how um, I think it's just like, it's nice to know, what am I trying to say? I think it's important for guys to know what girls go through mm. to protect themselves from pregnancy or like protect themselves from, not protect themselves, but um, lots of girls take it for like acne and skin, yeah. um, pain on their periods. Like there's a hundred and a million different ways <laughs> There's like loads of different reasons why girls take the pill or different types of contraception. I just think it needs to be talked about more so that girls feel less pressured to be ashamed of how it's affecting them. Like I know so many stories of people who have taken the pill, didn't realise how it was affecting them and they were just on it for years because they just thought, oh, this is the done thing. Like, mm. Yeah, I think that like the pill is like the main contraception that people mm. use, whereas there's, like there are others that don't affect like your hormone levels, yeah. which is so much more beneficial mm. to but the person. The wild thing is that there's only one contraception method that is no hormones yeah. for girls. What's that? The non-hormonal coil. The coil? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. What's yeah. the one in the arm? The implant. implant. The implant, but okay. I was gonna get that, but apparently if you get like whacked, then all the hormones can just come out at one point. Ooh. Especially playing hockey. Yeah, Imagine exactly. that. Oh, like, like, oh no, yeah. no, that's. Yeah. I think it's wild that there's only one method that doesn't include. So hopefully, as the years go on, there'll be more options. AI is a thing guys. now. We could, I don't know, we could come up with something. I have no idea. But, <laughs> 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 but yeah, definitely agree with what you're saying. I don't feel like boys really know about that sort of stuff mm. that much. I don't know. I feel like yeah, it's just not really spoke about enough. Mm. Full stop. Really, is it? Yeah. But yeah. It, Lads yeah. that are listening, uh, if you are dating someone who is using that sort of contraception, then speak to them about it so you can be more than more understanding about it so they don't have to be ashamed about speaking about it with you. Is that yeah. the main, yeah. main message there? Yeah. yeah, great message. Yeah. Awesome. Right. Uh, is there anything else we needed to speak about? I think we covered everything we did cover. And, um, is there anything you guys want to want to speak yeah, about? Yeah. Anything about women because it's International Women's Day? What yeah, message think. do you have to all the women of the world? Oh my god. Uh, you're doing a great job, guys. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> if there was a role model that was a woman to you growing up, who who was it? And why? We can I think that's a good question to add in. That that's is a brilliant a question. question. Well done, Mike. Thank you. <laughs> do they have to be famous or no? No, they don't have to be famous. Well, I would just say my mum. Oh. Just because like, you know, they just, your mum just does such a great job, mm. kind of thing. Um, I don't know. Was there no, okay, let's say, let's say now going to famous, was there no one like, whether that was a, maybe someone who played hockey or something, or was there no one like you 
just aspired to me or maybe just thought it was just like really cool when you were younger? I don't know. I, I would say my mum as well, but I feel like our mums are very different. We always talk about this on our house because mm. my mum's very yeah. different. Yeah. I, like, like, I feel like everyone is just like... Yeah, everyone would say their mum. But like also mm. teachers in school, I think they're yeah, underrated. Yeah, that's true. Mm. I think like primary school and even like nursery teachers, like some of my favourite teachers were from like reception and yeah, stuff. Because exactly. they sort of like... I don't know, they kind of show you how you can... No, that was awful. Like, don't put that in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wait. Uh, good question. Um, wait, what was the question again? A role model. Oh. Um, oh, is there one now? Or oh, not really, it wasn't more just growing up. Uh, I feel like between my friends, I feel like we inspire people. Like we inspire each other on different levels. Like, mm. I don't... <laughs> I don't, like, see famous people as... Like, when I was younger, I would like see famous people as like really cool I want to be like that when I'm older mm. but now that I'm more like mature and older I feel like my, the friends around me inspire me in different ways mm. like, wow that's a very mature answer yeah and also <laughs> I think like you like people inspire you depending on what you're doing at the time so like even like going into this year being the ones captain I was like mm. trying to take stuff from my old captain at the club in Brighton mm. and like who I just thought like the way she dealt with everything and just was like on and off the pitch was like what I wanted to be like as a captain. Yeah. And so I took that forward kind of thing. I was going to ask that, was there someone in hockey that was maybe above you when you first joined as a fresher that you thought, oh, aspired to be them a bit, but then you just said the yeah, last so, year's captain. Well, last year's captain at Brighton Club. Mm. So the, sorry, the captain at Brighton's and Hove Club now, mm. she is like 30 and... She's just such a great captain. Like she's had so much experience and played at like such a high level, um, and yeah, she's just such a great person and like manages the team in such a good way. I wanted to try and like be like that. But I think in terms of like just within our club, like I was social set with Flo last year, and when mm. I came I was in, about to say Flo. when I came into the oh, club, I love Flo. she just has the best energy and she's just so yeah. kind and like welcoming and such good fun. And yeah. like I remember thinking like, oh, she's she kind of like represented the club and was like the face of the club. And I remember thinking like, well, this is going to be really fun, like coming yeah. into. Yeah. And she's like a friend to all. Like, I just feel like she's such good vibes. Yeah. And she's coming really back kind. next year. She is back next year. She's coming in Iceland. Yeah. 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 I think this is the first year I haven't been with Flo. And um, we were together for three years, obviously, because we oh, both yeah. did foundation years together, then COVID and all that. Yeah. Yeah. So it was quite weird her not being here this year, actually, because yeah. I'm so used to always being in hockey with her. Yeah. But yeah, Flo, if you're listening. <laughs> yeah she's back next year then that'll yeah. be good yeah now that'll be so fun yeah mm. um yeah because i feel like when you're younger when you think about like people you aspire to be you don't really know what you want to do anyway so you just assume it's you just think the, the most famous people are just the coolest yeah. people yeah yeah whereas like i think being older like definitely look up to my mum mm. and then just people around me yeah yeah and you kind of just as you figure your life out a bit more as you get older then you just figure out who you want to be like yeah yeah. And like take all the good things that you from people surrounding you and like channel them. Yeah. And learn from the bad things. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. I think that's a great way to uh, finish up on the meat of the podcast episode. Um, should we get onto the quiz? Yeah. Yeah. I've done a quiz. <sighs> well, do you have a quiz? No. I just thought you were going to repeat, repeat the questions and I could No. Say. No. <laughs> Some of them might have been repeated because I don't remember okay. much of the questions. Um, so 
it's five questions. If we need another, um, I can do another. We can pause yeah, it or whatever. Yeah. Um, so you each need a buzzword or buzz. Oh, fuck. Whoa, <laughs> Ken, that was cool. It was really cool. Yeah, that was really cool, wasn't yeah, it? You are really cool. Ash, yeah. <laughs> For those listening, I didn't realise Henry was trying to do the pop before me <laughs> and failed twice. <laughs> uh, it's not often I actually make the quiz. This is this is a ra- rarity. Oh, okay. It's usually Berries that does it. Um, but yeah, do you guys want a buzzword or buzz sound? Um. Oh, yeah, mine will be hooch. <laughs> It's our favourite drink at Spoons. Yeah. Really? And also Three for five pound. we quite like saying mm. that we're like, we're a hoot. So now we just say we're a hooch, which is like, yeah. fun. <laughs> so, yeah, I think you have to be there just with that count. No, sorry, going back to the Spoons thing, I just, I don't know if I said this last week, but the two for five quid on wine is brilliant now. Because well, you were I saying, didn't know that. yeah, they're doing two for five quid on any wine. What, a large... Rosette. Two large glasses of wine <laughs> for five quid. It's fucking two. brilliant. Yeah, you get two for five quid. No, hooch all the way. How much is a mm-mm, hooch? Mm-mm. Three, three, for for five pound. three for five pounds. No. It's all about the memories. Fuck no. We yeah. It's just so we much fun. We walked into Spoons and we were like, can we have three hooch, please? And this guy was just oh. not happy to see us. By the end of the night, we, we converted him. He's yeah. a huge fan. And we point him out, hey, you're such a hooch. He hated us, by the way. He hated us, but he did give us a few chuckles. Mm. Yeah. And, which we took. Yeah. yeah. And he got us a picture and he chucked a few extra shots in there. Oh, that yeah. is nice of him. What a legend. Apart from the fact hooch isn't very nice. <laughs> it's hey, it's sounds, lemon. It's too... You can't have three of too them. Too sickly. One is... Yeah, it, one is more than enough, if that. Well, oh, we, we went we to share. go see um, Dylan, uh, a brilliant artist. <laughs> Of course, I'm yes. absolutely in love with and is yes. the prettiest person in the world. Um, apart from me. Apart sorry. From me, sorry. <laughs> that was a bit far. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just to point out, in a concert, Maeve turned to me and went, yeah, I can see why you fancy her now, so it's all out. But anyway, <laughs> we well. went to... Is she to, really good looking? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have to look her up. Uh, go on her Instagram. Uh, uh, what's anyway, she called? Dylan. Dylan. Anyway, we went to um, Spoons before and we got a hooch, the three hooches between us, and we couldn't actually finish them because they were too sickly. So yeah, before you try and uh, say they're not sickly enough, we were arguing about who but, has to drink the last uh, of it. Bearing in mind, this was a Friday. I think we'd been out the Monday. I hooched it up. Wednesday, I hooched it up. I was hooched out. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're such a hooch. Thank you. Oh, she is, she is actually quite good looking, yeah. <laughs> not as beautiful as you've ever made. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> uh, right, so should we get... Wait, what's... Um, uh, yeah, so mine... My, I'm hooched. <laughs> uh... My, mine will just be Dylan then. Okay. We'll go Dylan. Oh. Oh, Why don't wow. you may as well just say Ben. Okay, Ben, Ben. <laughs> uh, uh, mine will be pe- Peachy. 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 Okay. Neva, what's yours? I just did it. Oh, sorry, yeah. Okay, well, are we ready? Yeah. Um, so, obviously, we are celebrating International Women's Day today. But the question is, is that what year was it first celebrated in the UK? Peachy. 1996. Hooch. 1958. Is it closest wins? Yeah, we can do closest wins. 1971. Maeve wins. Oh, oh. My, 1975. Oh, <laughs> damn. That, wow, that was really close. I thought it would be way, way le- like oh, earlier than 1975. Yeah. No, because if you think about it, the war ended. It, that's what it said. Yeah. yeah. God, God. I think you've read this already. <laughs> no, I just did. I, oh, I did a project on it last time. But um, the war ended and then 
during the war, women were domest- uh, were allowed were. Yeah, because they were helping them out so much. And then when the men returned, the the women were re-domesticated. And then there was Mm. the whole, like, and then... And then... It led to them getting Women's Day in 75? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And here we are. (laughs) Okay. So for those listening, if there's been really weird noises and stuff going on, there's a classroom next to us with people singing Mm -hmm. and that sort of stuff. So I apologise on that front. Yeah, so obviously all these questions are going to be about... um, Women. women. Uh, So speaking of... uh, famous sportswoman why are you already going to i don't even ask the question I'm ready. I've got a, um a okay so star olympian jessica ennis has featured in a few but the question is how many olympic medals has she won bonus week. point if you can name the colors as well Hooch. what how no no you, you get one for saying how many and then you can do a bonus point for what colors what, what colours are the medals? Gold, silver, bronze, mm. Oh, so... Wooden, <laughs> so, <laughs> Maeve, you went... You, you did your yeah. thing first. Um, I think there's five. Two... And then for the bonus, two bronze, one silver, one gold. Okay, wrong. Wait, is, uh, this, Olymp- <laughs> is this Olympic or...? Olympic. Right. Just See, Olympic. that's a brilliant question. I, did, we did I said Olympic. Barrel, I said one. Olympic medals. Okay, okay. So if you listen to it back when this comes out, you'll see I said Olympic medals. <laughs> Bullshit that was. Um, I think it's one gold. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Um, Peachy, I think it was eight with three Peachy golds, four <laughs> silvers, and one bronze. <laughs> none. Um, well, none of you have got it. Do I do, do I do closest, closest to yeah. again? Yeah. 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 Wait, okay. was it in one Olympics or was it the whole life? Whole Olympics. Oh, oh shit. Okay. Uh, Should I, I do closest to then? Yeah. Cat, yeah. you got a point. Woo-hoo. Two medals, one gold, one uh, silver. Hey, that's all mm. she's won. Yep. Wow. Olympic medals. I don't know if hey, there's uh, championships. Oh, no, yeah. Greatness. Yeah. No, I'm just... We had a table <laughs> named after her in the school. Oh. Oh my Did you actually? Yeah, we had the Jessica Ennis table. <laughs> <laughs> I was on the Chris Hoy table. Chris Hoy, no way. <laughs> they know where they were actually based off. Wow. Yeah, all our tables were based off <laughs> um, That's I, how I'm so sporty. Oh, yeah. awesome. Oh, inspired me. <laughs> um, okay, next question. So one point for Maeve, one point for Kat. Um, so, obviously recently we had the women's Euros in 2022. Oh, and they went on to win it. But the question is, what was the score in the final? Right, you can't be buzzing if okay, you get um, the answer. PG, 3-1. No, 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 no. 3-1. I've just... What? Okay. <laughs> I won't say until after. I won't say until after. You've done... You have to go... No, now, okay, I'll change mine then. 2-1. Uh, Hooch. If it's 3-1, um, I'm going to kill you. I think it was... 2-1. You can't... I've just done that. You, what? <laughs> Fine. Go, she can I'll, say the same as she wants. 4-0. Let's go bold. <laughs> go big or go home. Barry's got the point. Oh. Yes. <laughs> Two one. Okay, so one point Ooh. for everyone. Um, so the American gymnast Simone Biles. Oh yeah. Uh, he was tied with Shannon Miller with the most amount of Olympic medals won by an American gymnast. But the question is, how many has she won? It'll be closest to Peachy. Oh, Peachy six. <sighs> okay. Um. Eight. Um, eleven. See, uh, I don't know what I'm gonna give a half point to Maeve and Beridge because because <laughs> it was seven. Fuck. <laughs> Did you see her just 
just going to die by Right. Because you said eight and he was seven. Yeah, uh, I was six. Oh, hey. I thought you were just going to go seven in the middle. First, I think whoever went first gets the four points. I think that's fair. Okay, right. This is uh, one uh, one of my friends gave me, actually, just before I came here. Which female South African 800-meter runner has recently been surrounded by the media controversy due to her pivotal role in a trans transgender sports debate? I was going to oh, say... Oh, I know this, but I don't. The trans woman. Yeah, I can't one. remember her name. I have, I have no idea. First She's letter? a sprinter, isn't she? 800 meter one, it says. Oh, that was what I was so meant trying to that. pick up half points. <laughs> like, literally, that was going to be a bonus point, so. Um, <laughs> first letter? There's no one going to get it. It starts with a C. The initials are CS. Oh, um. Camille Sprinter. <laughs> <laughs> yes! <laughs> um. I got nothing. Chrissy? It was Casta Semenya. Right, yeah, so it couldn't that. be further off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and she has a condition known as hyperandrogenism, which characterised by which basically gives higher levels of testosterone uh, and a hormone that increases muscle mass and strength. Yeah, sorry, I was. So she basically dominates her her event. So it's yeah. been like in the media a bit mm. of a controversy about oh, it. God, yeah. yeah. Interesting one. I always find that an interesting topic. Yeah. Yeah, because when do like you trans, when do you say it? Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. you had the um the one about the transgender the recent Scottish transgender prisoner That's what who's I was arguing oh, I which that. prison should they go to? Yeah. Because if you put them in the men's one, will they get abused? But if you put them in the women's one, is it fair? Yeah. yeah. Mm. And it's a really hard study. It's a really difficult yeah. subject, which we're not going to get yeah. into. No, exactly. <laughs> That's the we are getting away from that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so I find out of questions. Uh, but what were the points? We're all tied. Oh no, me and maybe uh, tied on one and a half and Kat's losing. Okay, should we just do one final question? When, yeah. it, when it takes all. When it takes all, let's do it. Oh. Right, are we Sorry. ready for the last question? Yes. So, oh according uh, to this website, uh, women see a certain percentage more colour than men. Ooh. I'm going to give the winner the closest two to the, to the winner. Brilliant. Uh, PG, it is 2.3%. Hooch, 8%. 5.5%? The winner's cat. No! It's, it's 20%. What? Yeah. Oh, really? Shit, sure, I thought it'd be like it minimal. Yeah. 20% more colour. That is cool. What are you guys seeing that we're not seeing? Probably. Well, what I, colour is I that? I see that jacket from a mile away. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that wall's not white. Is that white to you? No, it's... That's white to me. <laughs> That's white to me. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty mental. Well, the winner is Kat then. Hello, Kat. Good job. Um, right, so 20%, now... 20%, that's fucking... That is mental, isn't it? Google this. What? <laughs> um, so to finish up near the end of the episode, um, we now usually ask people that come on, what were your favourite moments or have been through your past three years of being here? Uh, what are your favourite moments on and off the pitch to do with hockey? Because obviously you both are in women's hockey. Well, I've recorded this before, so I can mm. go on then. let you think. Uh, so my favourite on-pitch moment is my one and only goal I scored <laughs> for women's hockey. And it was by pure accident, actually, because I was, I was running around the D with my stick in the air, not really paying much attention, and a ball came in. Mm. Um, and out of self-defence, I whacked it, and it went in the goal. Went straight in. Yeah. So that was my favourite on-pitch. And then off-pitch was two weeks ago when we had our last game of the season, uh, we thought, <laughs> it's so silly, <laughs> like, 
we thought that we had to win 4-0 to win the league. We won 3-0. Was really and the can I say it? The, the team we played against were dirty, dirty team. <laughs> they, they could have just let one goal slide in. Like they had already been relegated at this oh, point. Okay. Like, we were fighting for top, they were fighting not to be relegated. Mm. So, anyway. So we left that pitch very disappointed. We were one goal away from being promoted. Um, yeah, not good vibes. On the bus home, Tookie, our coach, was on his phone for a while, leans over to Cassie and goes, um, Cass, just just read that again. And I, as soon as I saw that box on his phone, I was like, no, as if. And he was like, girls, we've just won the league. No <laughs> yeah. way. An hour after we were being really sad and thought we'd lost, not lost, but hadn't been promoted. Yeah. Promoted. Um, yeah, so that was my favourite moment. That must have been a really, really good feeling. The vibes on the bus, we were, were like, no, no, no. And then he checked it one more time and we all just started, we started playing. What, we, did you get it wrong then or something? Or? We thought, which is weird because no one actually checked it and no, no. one questioned it, but we thought it was on goal difference. Mm. So that's Isn't it on when you play them? Yeah. Yeah. Like so obviously we could have done with your input. So we, <laughs> that's, why, that's why we needed four goals, we thought, because we would have beat, Su we were against Surrey. Yeah. But realistically after, so Kat had a, had a flick and we were, so Kat, wait, sorry, no, I explained that really well, really badly. But um, but it was actually whether we beat Surrey, which, funnily enough, was our first match of this whole season. You have to beat them home and away. And that first match, we won against no Surrey. Way. So that just shows every match. How pivotal yeah. each game is. And awesome. Two yeah. very, very good memories. Um, go on, Catherine, take it um, away. My favourite on pitch was probably so our first game this season was against Surrey, like Maeve just said, mm. and um, we so we just we got promoted last year, so we came up and we were and Surrey had got demoted from the league above, so we were like, well, they're going to be, like, be very great. good, um, and we just went in like all guns blazing, and we beat them two one, and like that was my first game as captain, and like. It was just such a good game, and yeah. so I th I think playing that game was just really good fun, and like I remember afterwards the the relief and like I just mm. couldn't believe yeah. we'd won. Must have been a weight off the shoulders. Yeah, it we was... went in thinking we were underdogs, and we yeah. beat the top of what was supposed to be the league. So yeah. that was probably my favourite on pitch this year, and then off pitch. Um, yeah, I mean, like winning the league was good, and then afterwards when we came back, so we were away. We all went to Falmer Bar for yeah. a pint, and that was just good fun because like the whole team came, and like we mm. were just sort of like everyone was just really happy, and and everyone was like, oh, thanks, Kat, for being a captain. Thanks, Tooks, for being a coach. Thanks, yeah. everyone. Like, it was just like really. Wholesome. It was just really, really good nice, vibes. yeah, and like yeah. rounded up the year really nicely, and mm. it was yeah. yeah, good fun. Yeah, sounds really nice. We did that for um, our last game for the twos on on Wednesday. We all agreed we'd go Falmer Bar after and do man of the match and dick of the day oh, there. Yeah. Just because it's the last time it's nice, just more just mm. sitting around rather than rushing. So yeah. we were all late to the social, but we really just didn't yeah. mind. Um, so it was two, two very, very nice moments from both of you. Yeah. Thank you for that. Um, yes. Is there anything you guys want to promote for women's hockey coming up? Ooh. Hey, come and support us on our playoffs. Because now yes. that we've yes. won the league, we're going, we're going to try and make it into one. South when should National? we do this? So we don't quite know yet, but we will keep you posted. Amazing. Keep posted on 
on the Women's day. Hockey's Instagram, I'm yep, guessing, yep, we'll for an announcement. Yeah, we play them once at home and once away, so we're hoping... It's a double gamer. Yeah, yeah it's like a big... big it's going to be huge. So we're that is going to be, what, is going to be under the lights, do you think? Oh, yeah, I think hopefully. it's got to be, yeah. yeah. That will be so good. Yeah. You'll have so many people coming to watch it as well. Yeah, hopefully. We're hoping, because Tux is going on the geography trip, so we're hoping it will be the other side of Easter. Yeah. But not too late, because mm. then you're going... Oh, big stakes. Yeah, so big support for that would be great. Yeah, come watch them. T- and then what league would you go in if you win? National, National South. South. Do you reckon it? Do you reckon, are you confident or? Well, we don't want to get ahead of ourselves, but like... Because going back to Kat's favourite moment, we won this league going into it thinking we're the underdog. And mm. we won. Yeah. So, so we're just going to go in, play try some cracking best. hockey and I'm see happy. where we get to. Fuck yeah. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, so that is that... I think also your friends did the half marathon. Oh my god, you did the half marathon. Yeah, I did the half marathon. How much money did you raise? We raised like one thousand three hundred pounds. Oh my gosh, amazing for mines mental health charity. The donations probably still aren't closed, are they? No, I think it's. I don't know if it's still if it's closed yet. Well, if you're listening, go check out if it's closed. Yeah, uh, the link is on the Instagram. Um, yeah, so that was really good fun. Um, yeah, three of us ran it from Walkie, so mm. we like all ran it together, which was nice. You, and, like, Cassie, and Lucy. Yeah. So we raised quite a lot of money. We did a charity match as well. Yes, um, you did. Which was really good fun. So, yeah. And you want to run the Amazing. marathon now? Yeah, we're going to sign You want to do a marathon now? Yeah, me and Cassie want to do What, 26 miles? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no way. I can do a half marathon. I walked a half marathon, not, not on purpose. While I was at work, I did 28,000 steps, which is equivalent to a half marathon. What? Yeah. So you could defo do it? Yeah, just add a little skip in your step. And you're yeah. Oh, I just don't enjoy <laughs> running. No, but you're a bit like Cassie. You've got long legs, so like your stride. Do you have to do as many steps? Yeah, yeah technically th- it's like a quarter marathon. Yeah. 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 Did you run with each other though the whole yeah, time? Yeah, we stayed together. Yes, yeah, I'd have to. I couldn't do it by myself. No. I think it, I think running's so boring. Yeah, and it makes such a difference. Like all of our friends were in the crowd mm. cheering, and then there was like there was a bit out to Hove, which was like really hard. But there were all these like little kids and people that had come out with like jelly babies to like. Give oh, you for like really little sweet. snacks. So like it was a fun day the whole mm. thing. Yeah. yeah, one of our hockey boys did it actually. Gile. Oh, yeah. Did he? Yeah. And his best mate, who's also one of my best friends, Vincent, they did it for cancer research, I'm oh, pretty yeah. sure, which yeah. was very good. But yeah, amazing job that you did that. Uh is there anything we need to promote for men's hockey? Charity tournament coming up, isn't there? Yes. Dates to be confirmed. Okay. Uh varsity. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. Woo. When's your varsity? Same day. Same day, Same I think. Twenty ninth of March. Yeah. yeah. Dates to be announced. Check our Instagrams. Um, is there anything else for hockey news to promote? No, we've got nothing in the board. Okay, cool. As per usual, uh, if you are struggling with mental health, you don't have the right um, circle around you to speak about these sort of things and subjects that we spoke about today, then check out Samaritans. Their number is 116123. I'll say that again, 116123. Uh, thank you so much for you both coming on. It's been an absolute pleasure. It's and so yeah. <laughs> Happy International Women's Day. And you'll listen to this episode. I mean, this is coming out Thursday, so tomorrow, actually. Really? Yeah. Oh. I'm going to edit it tonight. So. Jesus. Fun. Yes, and we will catch you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.